Are you going this weekend at all? I'm going to be at WrestleMania this weekend. Oh. Yeah. 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 So that answer is no. I don't know why I expected you to be in town like a normal person. No, I'm not a normal person. I don't ever stay home on the weekends, Ted. My life is on the road. What are you leaving? Tomorrow. Jesus Christ. I know, dude. I mean, no. I, am, I am so looking forward to that, like, because, like, you know, like, this was my last weekend for like uh-huh. a month. So I'm looking forward to just sleeping and not being hungover. Uh, <laughs> it's like. I know. You're on the road again. On the Sorry. road again. I shouldn't laugh. No, dude. And then it's like. With Battle Mania coming up, a Bruce Brody show. I keep saying April 22nd. I can't wait for that day. Steve sleeps. Yes. I got the Monday off then following that. So even April 23rd is going to be awesome. All right. And then everything kind of goes back to whatever normal is in my world. But right. it goes back to that. My wife gets to see me again. <laughs> I don't know if she's excited about that or mad about that, but we'll find out April 22nd. Ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome Ted Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Megacast. What's up, Ted? What up, Steve? Feeling good? Yeah, look at us talking like humans again. Dude, we're alive. Yeah. What a weekend. <laughs> I'm just laughing. It's like, thank God we took off Monday, but man, yesterday was still rough. Yeah, we were saying how like Monday sucked. But yesterday was even worse because we had to come to work. Yeah. And actually put our brains to work again. Yeah. And like talk to people and stuff. Oh my gosh. I was drunk. Ted thought he, I was talking about this on my podcast last night. Drunk Ted thought he had conquered the uh, allergies. Turns out it was just because he was drunk and in the desert. Yep. (laughs) I I kind of felt the same way. Like I was like, I really, whatever it was I was dealing with, it's gone. And there was no, I just got so drunk and so wasted that I forgot it was even there. Yeah, it was a good weekend. I'm not, we had a lot of people who are All tweeting right. at us wondering exactly what went down this weekend. Of course, we went to Spokane. We will be talking about that, uh, what we remember of it, because like, a lot of it's a blur. Yeah. But it's going to yeah. be good. So I think the best way for us to be able to tell these stories to be somewhat functioning is to get our 10 push-ups out of the way, to get our brain racing and all that good stuff. So it's an opportunity for the mega family, including us, more so than ever, yes. to get the heart racing, the blood pumping, and the brain functioning. So this time I just tried, I, I, with this production library that we have to use now, I just typed in the words push-up. All right. And this is the song that came up. All right. All right. So let's get 10 mega family. Yeah. It's kind of jazzy. Yeah, I like it. Almost like jazzy hip hop. Oh boy. I kind of like this. I feel like we're having free cocktails at 4 p.m. at a bar on the beach. Yes. <laughs> and our cocktails have umbrellas in them. Yeah. And slices of pineapple. Yeah. Pina coladas. Pina All right, let's get 10. Here we go. It really doesn't do anything else, though. No. Uh, sirs, while you're enjoying your cocktails, remember we're serving a full menu. Huh. All right. What's on the happy hour? You have like a bacon wrapped scallop? Maybe some pretzel bites? <laughs> the loose wheel. Their back are the, was it the swinging doors. doors. Not the loose wheel. I did that all weekend, too. I wanted to call it the loose wheel. They're like, wait a minute. There's a loose wheel in like Puyallup in uh, Tacoma, right? <laughs> Swinging yeah. doors. We were laughing because we were at this place called the Swinging Door. It's a place we go every time for breakfast, and they had on the appetizers pretzel bites are back, 
And then it just became this long conversation about why did they ever leave? What happened to the pretzel bites? What made them decide to come back? Is it just the economy in Spokane? Was it a contract negotiation? But hey, for everybody out there, you can now go back to Spokane because pretzel bites are back. Ted Talks, starring Tech Smith. Today's TED Talk, make time for fun. <laughs> I mean, as much as yesterday kind of sucked and stuff, and you do not have to be a crazy guy's trip or hockey trip like we just did, but I mean, just regular fun stuff you like. Maybe it's just getting sushi with your buddy and his wife. Yes. Maybe you're like me and like you like grocery shopping. All right, go to the grocery store. Waste you like time. grocery shopping? I, I love it. It's like a secret thing. <laughs> it's not a secret it's anymore. It's not a secret anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is, man. I just, I like, I could browse the aisles for hours. Are you going like, is it when you have every intention of getting all the groceries you need or is it just like randomly like you'll see a grocery store and you're like, I got to go in? Yeah. Like if I'm on a road trip or just like, I don't know, if I'm going somewhere for the weekend, like we better stop it. Like me and my buddy Jesse and Jamie, it's a joke. It's always like, we better stop it safely. Then it's like, all right, Ted, Ted, like 20 minutes and then we're together. Out. All right. All right. Walking around with your little basket. I get a full cart, man. Yeah. In the I grocery guess, store. Or at least true. one of the smaller ones you could push. I like the little small ones. Yeah, you're right. I just hate... I'm only carrying a basket if I'm really in and out, but that's not my style. Right, and more often than not, you're picking up an 18-pack of something. Miller Lite, probably. <laughs> right. You can't really put that in one of those little baskets to carry. It gets a little tough on the forearms. Yeah, so I mean, just make time for fun. That's what I'm saying. Whatever it is, just you know, carve out some time and go do it. Maybe even stuff you forgot you like doing. Making time for fun was all about that this past weekend, and you're right. Well, going to get sushi with you and my wife was a blast. We tried yeah. a different place. We did. Uh, you know, obviously, we have a lot to love for Trapper Sushi. It's not like we're turning our back on the place. <laughs> But, you know, sometimes you just want to change it up. And also, this sushi place is a lot closer to our house, and it was getting, my wife was getting hangry. I was getting hangry. Ted was. Ted was taking forever. Because Ted eats at a different time than my wife and I. (laughs) We typically, we're old people, man. We're like grandma and grandpa. We eat at like five, anywhere between the window of five and 5.30. Yeah, I'm like an eight o'clock guy. Right. So we split the difference, and we we go to, no, actually, we ate closer to eight. It was like 7.40. Went to this place. If you're in Puyallup and you want to check out a different sushi place, I highly recommend. And, and Ted, I think you would agree. It's great sushi. Uh, yeah. Sushiari. 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 Yeah. No, it was great, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just stuff like that. Oh, that's awesome. And then just going to the house then. And then uh, Lulu was excited to see you. Speaking of yeah. fun. Lulu, yeah. Blows my wife's mind because nobody gets that kind of excitement. It's still funny to me. My dog loves you. Nice. Yeah. Maybe it's because Joe scared her so bad the one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our friend Joe did scare her. <laughs> and you were like her her safe haven. Her safe haven, right? I need to get into the soft embrace of Ted. <laughs> I don't know why Lulu sounds like that. But she does. <laughs> hey, Ted. I'm really happy to see you. Oh, hey, it's good to see you. <laughs> Can you rub my butt? Oh, yeah, rub the other side, too. I just like in the morning too. You understand, right? Like, so Steve has a nice house. I'm sleeping down the hall, but there's just you know, like just that little crack in any door yep. where it locks. So in the morning, you can just hear the door pressed with a little paw or a nose. You can hear everyone's paw. Finally, he's just like, all right, I'm just gonna open the door. And then when I opened it, she had like the banana sitting out front. <laughs> It's a banana toy. Right, all right. Sorry, I should preface that. Not no. a real banana. It's not she, like she brought me breakfast. Although she does love bananas. That would be hilarious. Hey, Ted, I brought you a banana. I you a banana. <laughs> you want some peanut butter on this banana? <laughs> got some on the top of my nose. It's very difficult to lick. 
<laughs> no, dude, it was funny because we wake up. I wake up on uh, Friday morning. It's like Christmas Day. Oh, we're going to Spokane. This is going to be awesome. And Lulu's like all fired up. She's like, let me down off the bed. I want to say hi to Ted. We were all fired. I mean, look, I do not get up early. So Steve was like, all right, we got to, you know, like get up by like 730. Yeah. I think I got up at six. Yeah. For no good reason. It was awesome. Yeah. And then we go and we take care of some stuff. Still like, still, I don't understand. When we leave for what? Two nights, we're gone. Friday night, Saturday night. And it takes me longer to pack for this than I do pack for a week to Hawaii. Yeah. It's just like, it's, oh, I might need this. Oh, this electronic gadget I might need for later on at night. Oh, I might need this cord. Who knows what kind of uh, outputs we're going to, like, I'm grabbing, it's like Radio Shack in my bag before I even put clothes in there. Yeah. And then we did need some, though. We did. It turns out we didn't have like something and then we needed this other thing and it all worked out just great. Uh, but the, my favorite part was that we, we went, ran over and got some coffee. Lulu went with us. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, grab some beer, get back. And then the party bus shows up and it's Lion Pride Music's party buses. And this is their new bus, the, the, the most recent addition to the, the fleet of four. The fleet. Yes. <laughs> and, and shout out to our buddy Rich, who's our driver. Just awesome dude. Uh, fellow soccer fan for you. I know that's yeah, not. Nice. Um, and then he pulls up, and I was just like, it, it's like Santa just showed up outside of our house. Like, the party bus is here, the party. And you look out there, and it's it's still a school bus, but it's painted murder black, like matte it, black. It is murdered out. And I mean, completely. It looks like a TV film prison bus. Yes. And the windows are all tinted pitch black. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. It looks like we're about to take a trip in Mad Max's bus. Yeah. Like, well, because like the other, because this one's newer, so the other one is kind of a blacked out school bus that they've redone the inside and the but, outside too. They kind of like made it; it doesn't look so much like a school bus anymore. Right? It's got like decals and stuff. Yeah. This is just like, oh, <laughs> these guys are up for a brawl. What do these guys do? Right? So I like tell them, like, babe, look out the window. The party bus is like, I'm still naked from the shower. I can't look out. I'm like, all right, well, it's just a school bus that's murdered out black, but it was awesome. Load him up, get to the place, and then uh, off we go. I was going to say, and Rich, I mean, I know he drives it for a living. Oh, God. It is unbelievable the corners that guy can take in that thing. Because he pulled up to the back of my house, and obviously no one knows about my house. Maybe some of you might know what, what my house development looks yeah, I do, like. I Steve. You do, Shay. <laughs> well, anyways, it's, it's like an alleyway to get to where the garage is. Because our yeah. garage is in the back, not in the front of the house. So it's like this, I mean, you can maybe fit two cars side by side in this alleyway. Right, and that would be tight. Super tight. And then, I mean, to be able to make these corners, if I'm driving that bus, I'm taking out fences, I'm taking out parts of people's homes, and he's not even slowing down. Like, yeah. He just knows it, and he just turns on a dime, and maybe with like three inches to spare. Yeah, and he, it goes on all weekend. Yes. He gets into spots, and I'm just like, how in the F did he get that in here? At one point, some guy just like looked and watched him in just pure awe. Like, what yeah. the F? And then he's going backwards. And he's driving it better than I could do it forwards, even even better than my, I could do it in my Jeep. Like, he's going to pick up our, the rest of the donkeys. They're over at our buddy Danny's apartment. And he goes through the apartment complex. But to get to Danny's spot, it makes more sense to back in. But you're, like, backing in for, like, maybe six blocks, it feels like. I was going to say, it's got, it, yeah, it's got to be legit, like, three or four blocks. Okay, yeah. And, and several speed bumps. Several speed bumps. And keep in mind, there's just carports on the left. And then cars parked on the right that he's going down this aisle. And as he's backing up, you see this guy and he's on his bicycle. He's just looking like he's got that what the F look on his face. And then you look down, and you see his little son who's like on a tricycle or on a spig wheel or something. Yeah. With that same look like, 
what the hell is this? It, it's unbelievable. And, I mean, the entire trip was great. I, I'm trying to think of, like, what, you know, maybe we just take a quick break. All right. When we come back, we'll go into detail about what we remember. I, I do want to share a story of an awkward experience that I had with a certain female on the bus. Yeah, I mean, I think we also got to give you some credit and talk about the brick wall that is Steve Miggs. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. I guess we should talk a little bit about the hockey, too. Yeah. <laughs> And I also would love to talk about uh, our way back and how our lives were saved thanks to a six-foot bong hit. Correct. When the Megacast returns. Ted and Steve are getting out of here, but they will come back. The Megacast will return. So let's get the Worried about Facebook abusing your personal information? Are you afraid Facebook no longer respects your privacy? Then come on back to MySpace. At MySpace.com, you can socialize with friends or find interesting musicians. Find one-of-a-kind comedians. Uh, hey, everybody. I call this comedy club in my living room. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. And read stories of things you already heard about three days ago. So sign up now with MySpace. Here's a recent message. Hey, I'm Tom. I'm so lonely. Is anyone else out there? Anyone? I'm not weird. Nothing creepy. I'm just looking for a friend. Join Tom and dozens more who are on MySpace now. And when you scroll down and see Sign In with Facebook, just skip that step. MySpace.com. You can trust your personal stuff with us because nobody's looking. It's time to start feeling good, baby. Ted and Steve are back. You are listening to the Megacast. I feel like we're back on the bus. Yeah, no kidding. We're talking about EDM night on the bus. Might as well just, what do we? Where do we want to start, Ted? I don't know. I'm just looking for some timestamps on uh, on Friday. I think we started. We started real early. Oh, Friday morning. Yeah. Oh, we were we were drinking by like ten thirty, if maybe even ten, because we would start. We as soon as we left, we all popped the beer. Yeah. 11.05, I texted somebody, two beers, now a vodka soda. <laughs> <laughs> that was so, at 11. <laughs> so we get on this bus and we head to Spokane. Um, I don't even know what time we ended up in Spokane. It was maybe oh, Hang on, I could check because I have time. time I love stamps. that you have time stamps. That is awesome. I just text some people. Basically, I can just check on how much I texted Joe or Taryn. That's a good call. Yeah. Like, the best right. part was that we were smart. Well, not smart. Maybe it was just very dangerous. But um, 
All right, we got to Spokane around five. Okay, that's sent, impressive. I sent Darren a text like, "Look how tiny my room is." Oh gosh, we made a bad choice when it came to the rooms. Yes, we tried to save a couple bucks. Now, granted, it wasn't a crack den like that one time where we saw someone's car get stolen right in front of us. And no, but it turns out we were only like a block and a half away from there. Well, I and you know what the problem was? There's two hotels in Spokane that start with the word fair. There is, but we stayed at that one before. I wonder still. No, no, no. We did because I remember going to the Shady Seven Eleven one night. Okay, we definitely stayed there before the Shady Seven <laughs> Eleven. You gotta share that story. <laughs> yeah, I go over there one night. Right, as I go back to my room, and I'm like, I'm gonna get some Gatorades in the morning, and I can't remember exactly. But basically, the guy was like, "You should get out of here." Yes, <laughs> like you don't belong in here. Like those people are watching you. And I was like, I'm staying across the street, and he's like, "Okay." go well then we go to the 7-eleven to go get some coffee before i think we left on sunday yeah there's me and jay and a few other guys and hey i discovered i never knew this existed but there's a creamer that is uh, reese's peanut butter cup nice that was fantastic and as we're getting waiting in line the guy in front of us i think he was getting like a tall boy and a candy bar all right and the guy rings it up tells him how much it is and the guy just leaves and gets on his bike and goes. I'm like, apparently that was more than he wanted to spend. And then the the teller guy goes, oh, he does this. He does this all the time. I'm like, who does what? He just comes in here and pretends that he's going to buy a beer and a candy bar. Is he hoping that one of these times you're going to be like, ah, this one's on the house. Yeah, I mean, look, I've been in some sketchy areas. I don't know how to explain it, but that, by the highway, the sketchiness in Spokane is different. It's, it's dark. weird. Yeah, I mean, yeah. those areas are always dark, but it's just strange. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I thought we were way off, and then the gas station, I shouldn't say a block and a half, but like, that day, <laughs> the other hotel, the crack hotel was not that far away. <laughs> this was Saturday afternoon when I was making a run back to like, shower up. That's when I realized, like, all right, the hotel was already tiny. We made a poor mistake choosing this we one. We did. But I don't know why, I didn't remember it being that bad outside of the 7-Eleven being sketchy. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't remember my room being that awful the last time. Because it wasn't. You had two beds. (laughs) Oh. And this time I had one bed. Yeah. I had a spot where a couch should be, but it was just empty. Right. That was the difference. And a giant tube TV. Last time we stayed there, there was definitely, like, your room definitely had two beds, and there was definitely a little couch people were hanging out on. Right. But yet, still, we all ended up back in my room. Yeah. There was 11 of us with one bed, one chair. And that's it. So we had like five guys on the floor, some people sitting on the on the air conditioner, two or three of us on the bed. Yeah, I mean, literally, I hadn't. It, it felt like we were a high school sports team. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah, I mean, we were pretty much with more alcohol involved. Of course, I was just saying, minus the fact we had copious amounts of beer. So then we get to the rink, and the main thing that we do, we're strategists as the donkeys. Yeah, and we check the schedule because we don't know. We only know when what time our first game is, and we knew our first game was at seven fifteen on Friday night. And then when you get there, you look at the brackets, and you can kind of figure out if we win this game, we play at this time. If we lose this game, we play at this time. So we learned that if we won the game, we would play on Saturday at. Uh, 2.30 and 7.30. If we lost the game, we would play at 5.30 and probably on Sunday, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So, of course, that means we need to win this game because we don't want to play on Sunday. Right. But the problem is, even though we want to win the game, we are already wasted. Yes. It's 6 o'clock at night. We've been drinking since 10 a.m. We're gone. But now it's like, okay, guys, we need to figure this out. So we get to the rink. 
we suit up, we get ready to go play, and we find the team that we're going to play, this team called the Slugs. I'm pretty sure I gave a speech that night. You did. Yeah. You did. And you, your speech continues to have a very good success rate because yeah. we get there, we're waiting, and one of the guys starts talking to me. He's like, how's it going? I'm like, oh, freaking wasted. And he's like, oh, I can't wait to drink. I'm like, well, what's stopping you? He goes, wait until this game is over. Take this serious. And I'm like, I look at it and go, me too. <laughs> One minute in, they're up to nothing. All right, so here's the part. Like, I missed this. I give the speech, and I, mean, I didn't realize how drunk I was, but I'm real excited after the speech, right, right? You're fired up. Yeah. So I run outside to smoke a spliff, and then I randomly run into Levi and Grizz. Right, from Lion Pride. They were right. there for a big pot convention. Right. So then they were like, well, let's go get a beer. And I was like, yeah, the beer garden, even though Rick, Rick One is bigger, it sucks for you guys, you could watch the donkeys from there. Yeah. We walk in, it's two minutes into the game, it's two nothing. Yes. It doesn't look like things are going to end well. I mean, these no. guys are firing on all cylinders, and we're just like, what, huh? What are we supposed to do? So then slowly, we st- one of our guys scores a quick goal. Next thing you know, now it's going back and forth. And we're still in this game come towards the end of the game. We're down by two, but we're still in this game. I think we were down five, or no, six to four, I think, at that. At half? Or, no, by the end of the game. Oh, yeah. It, uh, five, I think it was five to three. So next thing you know... One of our guys scores a quick one. One of the guys on the other team kind of loses it, like at a drop of a hat, and just starts throwing punches at one of our guys. Like th- drops his gloves. He gets a penalty. Now we're a short. Now we're on the power play. We score another one. We tie the game with like a minute left in the game. Yeah. And now it's like, oh my gosh, how the hell? So they're firing on us and making some saves. And now we go into the game ends. I'm like, oh, game's over. Thank God. Ends as a tie. I'm okay with that. They're like, no, we need to figure out how to end this game. Also, I got to explain to people, you got to understand, in this tournament, like the fight breaks out, right? And it's clear, no offense, donkeys, there's clear penalties on both sides. Oh, gosh, yeah. But the guys just like are like, all right, that guy's in the penalty box. Like, it seemed like they really didn't want to deal with it. No, no, the refs didn't want to call any penalties. Yeah. On both sides. It was, yeah. like, it was, it was fairly called poorly. Yeah. If that makes they, sense. Yeah, right. They were consistently, like, not calling stuff. Right. You couldn't be like, oh, come on, refs, you're screwing us because we got away with, Q-Ray was getting away with murder the entire game. Yeah. So, anyways, now they're like, we're going to do a shootout. And I'm like, I don't want to do a shootout. That's too much pressure on me right now, and I'm drunk. <laughs> so now... It's a best of uh, whoever scores the most goals in three opportunities yeah. for each team. So they decide, like, we want you guys to go first. Like, all right, you guys get last licks. Great strategy. That's fine. I should also mention in the second half, what didn't help, it's already getting chippy, but now me and Cindy are wasted and trying to be as loud as we can. Yes. When you guys score, we're just like, ah! That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and again, mind you, these guys are pretty sober, yeah. it seems like, and or all sober, and they're taking it serious, and we're so, and we only have nine guys skating, so yeah. we, every other team has like 20 guys on their on their team, or at least 16, and we have nine, so our guys are gassed, they're tired, and we bring still, water bottles. No, we forgot water bottles, we remembered beer, but we forgot water bottles. There was literally two. Right. By the end of the game, before the shootout, I had the only water bottle, Yeah, and so everyone's drinking off of my water bottle, <coughs> so... Our guy goes down. He scores the first one. I'm like, yes. Yeah. We have a chance. Their guy comes down, tries to pull a move. I stand big. Stop the puck. Brick wall. Yes. He gave you a couple. He had a couple moves. Yeah. Yeah. And I followed him the whole way. And I was so drunk, I didn't want to go down. So I was like, I'm just going to keep following him. And then finally, I just kind of went down and stopped it. Well, look, textbook. He came out and got huge. Yes. And then when he went to shoot, you you, you got down. And it was awesome because you guys all got loud. And I'm like, yeah. 
Next one, we go down. Uh, I think I don't think we scored in the next. No, one. we missed on the second right. one. So then they come down. This guy tries a bunch of fancy moves. He loses track of the puck, and it kind of get, winds up going a little wide. Yeah. So that was great. So that counts as a save. I, I'll take it. Any day of the week. Yeah. So we're still up one nothing. Now all we need to do is score, and we're done. We win. Yeah. And I think it was Danny. Danny goes down, scores, game over. We win. It's awesome. <laughs> Now Can't. we're now we're running hot. Now we're excited. Oh yeah! Now it's Friday night is a celebration. It was. Oh, uh, and then it just got as it goes on and on and on. Yeah, <laughs> you know what happened? <laughs> Good times. <laughs> I'm trying to think of. Um, Did you want to talk about the interaction on the bus? Yeah, let's do that. That was Saturday night. Okay, Saturday night. So now fast. Long story short, we let, we lose the next two games. Yeah, the, we were pretty close to winning the second game. I think we were up. At the half, because they only do halves. I know some people listening, like, hockey's not halves. They just do 25 minutes, 25 minutes. They yeah, don't do three periods. Yeah, and what's it? Running clock to, like, the last? Running clock unless it gets close at the end. Yeah. And so, second game, we are playing pretty damn well, man. We're, we're firing hot. Like, we're like, you know what? Let's win this tournament. Yeah. And we're up, I think, 2-1 to one or 3-1 to one after the half. And then, yeah, 3-1 to because we didn't score again in the second half. Everything just kind of hit us. Yeah, it fell apart quickly in the second half. We just ran out of legs, ran out of steam. I think we ended up losing 5-3. to three. It's good. Yeah. Good game still. Real chippy, real aggressive team. But, you know, we got through it. And, uh, and then we had to play again at 7.30. And that team we were playing, everybody was talking about they're the best team. Good yeah. luck, you guys. Are, and I was like, no, we have a chance. Even one of our guys on our team who's from Spokane, one of the new guys, is like, no. We if we played them a hundred times, we would lose a hundred times. Yeah, it's just varying scores, but we would lose a hundred times. There's no chance we're going to win. Like we are wasted. Like you are barely able to stand as a goalie right now. They are going to be sober, and they're really good. Like they're former yeah. pros. Or they're called the this, grinders. Right. This is what they do. They have their right. own locker room there. With yeah. A venue with a Coke machine that gives beers. Guys getting stitched up in there. Like, they have I've a trainer. Yeah, I've been to their locker yep. room. It's unbelievable. Like when we got there, we're like, let's try and grab the, the far end of the net. That way we don't have all the people behind us want, like, to get out of my head. Otherwise, in the beer garden. Right, because otherwise the entire crowd's watching me get scored on. So like, let's get you to the other side. That way at least it's not so bad. And as soon as we, we got out there early to see that their, that, that, that uh, bench was already taken by their team trainer who washes and dries and does all their stuff. Again, this is a beer league team. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, well, I guess we're going to get that. As we come out on the ice, music starts playing. It's like Jock Jams, 1990. All those songs are playing. There's fans. They're cheering. That's the other thing. They bring an S ton of fans. Right? Yeah, like their girlfriends are there. Their moms are there. Like 100 people. Yeah, and and people like care about the games. Right. They're all watching. When they score, they've got like celebration music and the fans are chanting and I'm laughing and I'm like, I shouldn't be laughing. I should. This is awful. Yeah. And I, it was just insane. Like then the, the drop the puck, and you got like all these sound effects and the goals, and it was like a full on production. It was. It was pretty amazing. And at the end of the game, it was a close one. We ended up losing twelve to three. Yeah, I could have done without the eleventh and twelfth goal. I, I really did let the team down on those last two. Well, not you. It just felt superfluous, dude. They didn't stop trying. I know. Like from honestly, there was. Five seconds left on the clock, and they were still pushing the puck, trying to score. And the funny part was, they were the nicest guys in the world. Like, the entire time we're playing, none of them were saying mean things. Like, usually a team that's up that much starts jawing at the other team, you know, 
being jerks. All right. These guys could not be nicer. They're joking around with us, super friendly, making sure, like, not doing anything chippy, not trying to, like, start fights, you know, just being good dudes. Yeah. But they just decided that they are not going to stop trying. <laughs> so I think, I'm like, well, is it a goal differential thing? Do they need a lot of goals in order to make it to the finals? And then one of our guys goes, no, they just needed to win. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's bull crap. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they were doing crazy moves. They had set plays. So many people, like just so many people cheering for that. It was unbelievable. It just didn't stop. No. Oh, all right. Why don't we take a break? When we come back this time, we'll talk about how things got awkward on the party bus, and also the most important part of the story: how our lives were saved by the six. The six foot bomb. Mm-hmm. And also from beer, too, if you think about it. Oh, yeah, the beer helped. A can of beer helped as yeah. well. The Mega Cash will be back. Steve and Ted need to pound a cup of coffee and wake up. The Mega Cast will return. month of the year. Now is the time to plant flowers. Unless you're back east or in the Midwest digging out more snow, April is also the horniest month. By that I mean wettest. Not moist, but wet. Because of rain. Unless you live in Arizona where it's sunny and already 90 degrees. Screw that. And don't forget to do your taxes. Is it May yet? Happy April. And Steve give great hugs, but those mother is have never hugged me. The mega cast is back. So, Saturday night. I want to say one more thing, too. Yes. I just can't reiterate to people enough. Like, So the games were at, what, 2.30 and then... 7. seven. Right? 2.30 and 7.30? 7.30? Yeah. Right. So we, we go to breakfast at the Swinging Doors. By the way, I, I, know, I don't know if that is the place to meet women. I still want to go there one time at night. I just love that place. That bar is awesome. Yeah. I we, like the people who work there. Right. Like, it, it's always crowded, but they, and it's like... They do a good job. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, they keep everybody in and out. And it's like, it's my kind of bar. You're yeah. crushing light beers or Bloody, IPAs, Marys. Bloody Marys, chicken wings. They've got glasses shaped like footballs. Yes. We walk by and the, that team that we beat the night before in the shootout is all there and they're all it's drunk like, and they're like, oh, you guys. And one of the guys looks at me goes, the goalie. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that's the other thing I like about the hockey guys, because there's another team behind us. And what that one guy just started being, hey, everybody, stop. Like, I'm trying to get drunk here. And like, I realized, like, I kind of turned. He goes, hey, look at that. Most of the restaurant's looking at me. <laughs> People are just chirping. Nobody chirping. Yelling out loud. So, right, so we start there, and Steve will attest, nobody's more excited about a giant beer and a football than I was. Steve, you got to get a football. We're drinking footballs. I did it. So then we go to the game, 
at 2.30. Yeah. So while you guys are playing, there's always a group of people that I kind of know that I see there. Yeah. So we're out of the bus having Fireball, and then I'm smuggling back in Crock-Pots, because Cindy had made us little cocktail weenies and meatballs. <laughs> they were amazing. And Cindy's uh, one of our guys' uh, girlfriends, uh, Q-Ray. Right. And, so yeah. we could have, like... Hurried up, but we just stayed at the arena in between the games. Shout out to Gibbsy and Q-Ray for staying in gear. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. Gibbsy goes into the bar, yes. still wearing everything, including his helmet. Yes. Because it's all rubberized, the mats. So you can go from the locker room, walk all the way up the stairs, into the little bar area, the beer garden, and keep your skates on. Right. Yeah. So, right. So then, when the next game starts, like... I was like, you know what? I want to take a shower. So I run home or back to the hotel and shower up real quick and get back. And then before we get to the other part, uh, uh, Heaney was smart and ordered a bunch of pe- a bunch of pizzas. Yes. So I had to cut through the beer garden with like six, what is it, at least six of those pizzas. Right? Oh, God, six or seven. Yeah. Six or Domino's seven pizzas. Right. Yeah. So I was kind of worried about like, man, I don't want to be the guy cutting through the beer garden with all the pizzas. I was a god. Oh, Pe- yeah. People are, drunk people are pumped to see a dude with that many pizzas. And it's like, get out of the way. Get out of Dude's way. got pizza. They didn't even bother you for pizza, huh? No, people were just like, where's it going? I was like, I had donkeys need to eat. And I just heard one guy like, we need a guy like that. <laughs> yeah, you do. You can't have him, though. He's our coach. Yeah. All right. I give one speech, and then basically I just run errands. Dude, it's awesome, though. Like, even after like a couple of the games, as we're doing the handshake line after the games are over, you know, it's a good game. And every once in a while, a guy was like, oh, Steve. Oh, yeah. And everybody's like, dude, is Ted here? I'm like, yeah, he's in the beer garden probably. Awesome. Yeah, I met like four people that weren't even playing. We're just there to see you. And then I would drink beers with them in the beer garden. So awesome, man. It's so cool. Yeah. And shout out to my man, Jeff, with that mustache. Jeff had a nice mustache. He did. Mm Mm-hmm. Was that the dude at the uh, swinging boot or swinging door? Or is that a different mustache? Different mustache. I saw a lot of mustaches. There's a lot of good mustaches there was. At, the, at the Classic. Yeah. yeah. It was a great time. So Saturday night, we're all done. Now we're, we're in full-on party mode. And one of my favorite things to do, and it, it, it's almost like a joke at this point, although maybe next year I might mix it up and decide to go into the bars with the boys. <laughs> but I really do enjoy, well, everyone else goes into the bars. I get to decompress. Yeah. Get more wasted because I have free alcohol on the bus. I have control over the music. And I just hang with whoever's, whoever else wants to stay on the bus, like QA and his wife, girlfriend Cindy. They stayed on, and we just BS <coughs> Rich, our bus driver. He'll stay on, and he'll just BS and share some fun stories. And, and I'll just hang out, and as people come and go, I'll just be there as entertainment. Yeah, and, and we're parked like near all the bars. Yeah, we're like kitty corner from where the Globe is in Spokane, if you know Spokane. So we're pretty yeah. damn close to all the bars. And so I'm doing that as I usually do, and everybody's out doing what they do. And I always just say, hey, man, just text me if you're on your way back, and if you're bringing people for a party, let me know. I have a party playlist ready to rock. So everything's going on. It's like 1.30 in the morning. Rich is like, I'm getting kind of tired. I'm like, oh, he's like, well, I'm one, I think. And I'm like, let me just text him. I'm like, look, guys. If, if, if you ain't going to bring a party back, get on the bus. We need to go back and we'll just party in the rooms. Well, then all of a sudden they're like, we're close. We're close. We're about to make it happen. I'm like, all right, cool. They come back with a handful of girls. Yeah. Because like, there's a bunch of single dudes on the donkeys. Yeah. Ted and I are now in full on Daft Punk mode. We've got our, our glasses on that turn colors and I'm getting my playlist ready. But the funny part is I'm trying to make the, they didn't text me until like right before they stepped on the bus. So now I'm trying to transition from one iPad to the iPhone because the iPad was kind of getting a little funky and the music's not going at that moment. Now people, Jay's like, you need, we need the music. We need the music. I don't know what the hell is going on, how quickly he types. He texts me, play the music now. So now I'm like, F you, I'll play polka if I want. So now I'm not playing it at first. And he's like, please, man, please. So put it on. 
Got the full-on party mode music going on. Everything's great. Buses yeah. bump in. Ted and I are just feeling it in the back. Guys are dancing. They're talking to the girls. There's a there's a stripper pole in the bus. Jay is monopolizing it as I was Jay will. Say, Jay's mostly dancing on it. Hey, he's better than any of those girls. We watched those girls attempt it, and they sucked at it. Jay can work that pole. He can. Yeah, he's the best at it. So, anyways, everyone's dancing. Everyone's oh, like, oh, knocking microphones. Everyone's having a good time. Well, then there's this one girl who's got glasses on. Yeah, she looks what? What do you think? Maybe 22 years old. Yeah, she's like a little mini version of Lisa Loeb for you older listeners. Like, like kind of like this, like quirky indie girl. You know what I mean? I can, what did I keep calling her? Off-brand Ariel Winter. Okay, yeah, Modern Fount, right? <laughs> she had not, you know, and, and whatever. So she comes towards the back, and I didn't realize this at the time, but then Ted brought it up as she walked away for a second that like it was apparent then when I looked at it that she was trying to get me to dance with her and hang out with me. Yeah, it seemed like she was giving you the hard press. Right. She kept coming over. She kept sitting next to me. And I'm just in my own world. Like, yeah, got to pick another song. And then finally, she says, like, she's like trying to dance in front of me. I'm like, ah, it's not other people you could dance with. I have no interest in dancing with you. Like, that's I'm not here for that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm here to hang out with Ted, play some music and watch all the boys holler at you girls. Well, anyways, then she finally goes, I don't like this music. I'm like, all right, well, what do you want to hear? I don't give a crap. I'll play anything. She brings up like some weird like singer-songwriter folk artist. I, I don't remember the guy's name, but I remember when she said it, I was like, oh, that really doesn't fall in line with what we're doing right now. And she's like, yeah, I get it, but that's what I like. I don't like this type of music. I'm like, oh, well, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> doing what I can. As the night goes on and I'm playing the music, I'm realizing what I'm at first I was trying to like, you know, our buddy Jason, shout out to him that sent us a great playlist for the classic. Oh yeah. I'm using some of that and that's like some super awesome, like really great, like EDM music. And current stuff too, because he was mad at us because we always go towards like stuff that's five years old. We do. Here's the problem. We got a bunch of like college age white girls on our bus that don't want to hear that. That all of a sudden go nuts when I put on uh, "Move, Bitch, Get Out the Way." Oh yeah, so we went we went back old school. Sir Mix a lot. Yeah, bunch of stuff like that. So then I started doing that. I'm like, well, now everyone's rocking. And then all of a sudden, he's like, put on "Turn Down for What?" And I'm like, no, it's not gonna work. I put it on. Everyone's going nuts too. I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay, it's just gonna be. <laughs> and I look at him. I go. I look at Heaney. And I look at you. I go. Well, abandoning my playlist, and I'm going with the most basic stuff possible. Yeah, like the, the, uh, keeping it simple, right? Everyone's having a great time. Ted's dancing. Everyone's having a good time. So this girl now comes back again, and she's just like, now she's like mad at me because I didn't want to give her the time of day. I would imagine, or something. Yeah. I don't know. So I'm sitting down at this moment because I'm so wasted. I thought I was going to pass out. Like I, it was like late at night, and I mean, it was a long day. Right? You don't smoke that much. You guys are everybody's right. smoking tough. Right? And it was smoky in there, and everything about it. it was warm. I mean, the body heat was going. But I'm like, I'm like, I'm not going to pass out. Don't want to put a damper on this party. Yeah, good work. So I'm struggling, but I'm powering through it. Well, she comes over and puts her hands on my knees, and I'll never forget. And leans in, and I'm like, What the hell? What do you want? And she goes, I'm leaving because of you. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) All right. Well, fast forward, 40 minutes goes by. She's still on the bus dancing with one of our guys. Yeah. And I I wanted to be like, I thought you were leaving. Yeah, I was going to say, the only reason they left finally, right? What what time was it? Like two or something? No, it was 3 a.m., And we finally shut it down where you and I go, look, guys, if you're not planning on bringing these girls back to your rooms 
or continuing the party elsewhere, we got to kick them off the bus because yeah. it's not fair to Rich. I then, or maybe it was two a.m. It was either it, or two thirty. It was late. No, I think it was three because by the time they got on the bus, it was close to two, All right. and we had that party going for about an hour and a half. All right. So and and, and everyone was cool about it. They're like, "You're right. You're right." Oh yeah, yeah. nobody gave it. Turns out, every girl on the bus was married. Uh, a lesbian. The only single one was the one that was at was my, the one getting mad at you. Yes. Yeah. So of everything, like nothing was going to happen except maybe with that one girl, but she picked the wrong guy to talk to. Yeah. And it was so weird too. The one girl, I didn't, I don't know. The one girl you could just tell, like didn't seem super interested in talking to anybody. Yeah. And then the next day they were like, yeah, she's a lesbian. I was like, all right, well that makes more sense. And then it's like the one girl kept chatting everybody, but everybody would spend like 10 minutes with her to move on. It's like, well, she was married. Like, Uh, all right. Yeah. Well, the other problem is, too, is that Steve's sitting in the back being obviously the DJ. Yeah. And, like, everybody goes to Steve and asks for a song or this, that Steve's clearly in charge. Yeah. So then you have me standing next to him, so I like to stay in there. And He's smoke. my hype guy. Right. Yeah. And then finally we get, like, Heaney. So it's like the trifecta. But I, th- I I kept seeing those girls look back there, and you could see their minds working, like, who are these guys? Like, why is it? I think that's part of the reason that girl got so frustrated, because it's like, obviously, Steve's, like, the the pinnacle point guy on this bus. But, like, right. Well, what makes them cooler? Right. What, what, what is so special about these two guys with their light-up glasses? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Now leave us alone. Nothing at all. And then she kept standing in your spot. I know. I'm leaving because of you. I think when she was standing in your spot, that's when I switched to the Move Bitch Get Out The Way song, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Like, this is for you. This is right. Move. Peace. I'm leaving because of you. And I think she even says, you're a terrible DJ. I'm like, okay. Do you see me playing songs off my phone? I'm not really a DJ. Yeah. Like, I'm not mixing things. I'm hitting shuffle on a playlist. Now, get off our bus. She's lucky that Munson didn't go on the trip with us. Oh, I know. Because if Munson was there and he witnessed all that, the word, the C word would have came out and it would have ended the party rather quickly. Yeah. Yeah, it would have. Yeah. I think too. (laughs) So when we first pulled up, like Steve was saying, he likes to sit on the bus at DJs, hanging out with Q Ray. Yeah. So then one of the guys, I I like to go to like, I don't like to go to the Globe. It's a little too young and jumping for my taste. Right. I like to go to the Red Lion. Red Lion's fantastic. Get a fireball or a beer. It's like, what do we got going on in Red Lion? I don't know, a couple fives and sixes. All right, that's my speed. Let's get in there. <laughs> I know, I popped in for a half a second to use the bathroom, because I was going to pee outside the bus, but then I realized, oh, there's a bunch of cops surrounding our bus. Yeah. Just waiting for something. Waiting for somebody to walk off of the beer or yeah. pee outside. Right. Something to go wrong. And we, you know, hey, testament to our group. Everybody played it smart. Yeah. Kept everything on the bus. And then when you needed to go outside and pee, you went to a place. Yeah. I great. think that's what part of the reason we, we decided to kind of get back on the bus, because you were like, yeah, I don't know. We should, like, I was like, all right, we should get back on there. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun, though. It was a great time. Yeah, and then, then we leave, and the bus breaks down. <coughs> yep. Because of a battery issue. But we didn't know exactly what was going on, but we're like, oh my gosh, are we going to be able to get back? The whole premise was we might just need to leave the bus running all the time, even when we go stop somewhere. But then Rich was smart. He's like, we should go to one of these auto parts stores, see if they have something that can... Somebody that can help check it out. I'm like, it's right. Easter. Nowhere is going to be open. And a place was open. And what happened? Right. So one place was open. We'll leave the name out of it. Yeah. And the first guy comes out. And it's like, it's like he knows Rich or something. Right. And they're like buddying up. And he hops on the bus. It's like, yeah, look, it's a party bus. And we're like, hey, man, you need a beer? Actually, yeah, I'll take a beer. He didn't even take a second to think about it. Yeah. I thought for sure he'd be like, no, nah, man, I'm on the clock. So he grabs a beer. 
And then we were like, yeah, we got a six foot bong too. And he's like, I'm good. One of my guy does, one of the guys in there does dabs. Maybe he's in. So I thought he was kind of kidding. He comes back out, and here's this other dude. He's literally like working in the store. We see him come out. He's trying to fix the door. Yeah. He's on like a ladder. And the guy leans up and he just jumps off the ladder and comes to our bus. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'll hit it. And not only does he start to hit it, but like somebody takes the lighter away and he's, he's like, no, 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 man, keep the lighter down there. Yeah. It clears this thing like the entire bowl. Like nothing. Right. I mean, it's a six foot bong. Right. So he clears that. Now we're kind of like, uh, all right. <laughs> I mean, it worked out, but honestly, the one random beer in the six foot bong kind of saved us. Yeah, because then they really they they fixed the or helped fix the, the bus. bus, right? And then right because we had turned it off and it wasn't coming back on, right? And then it was fine after yeah. they, they they did whatever they did. Although it was funny because as the guy that drank the beer is working on the bus, the other guy went back to his post trying to fix this door. He's like with a power tool, and now. As he's trying to fix it, he keeps dropping things and giggling. And we're watching with, again, murdered out windows, so he can't see us. It's right. fully tinted. And we're all watching and laughing, just because <laughs> he keeps dropping it, getting laughing, going back up. And then he even comes back on, I think, for a second and just says something like, hey, you guys want to do dabs? And we're all like, no, <laughs> we're fine. Well, plus at this point, it's in the afternoon. Like, we're, we're trying to get moving. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think we were ever going get to get home. No, I mean, I, honestly, if it wasn't for them, there was a good chance we would have got stuck in that uh, snowstorm that hit over the pass that closed the pass for a couple of hours. Yeah. So I think we were some of the last people over that pass. Because it was dumping when we went through the pass. Yeah, that was sketchy as, as hell, man. Yeah. Yeah, I even, I even, I told a couple people that story and they're like, man, I don't know if you should have been up there on that bus. And I was like, yeah. The weirdest part was the pass itself was a mess, and it, they had to close it that night. Unfortunately, I think somebody died up there in a crash that night. Jesus. But the crazy thing was when you got over the pass, like, I mean, it seemed like all the way down in the North Bend, almost like, is. I mean, it was dumping snow Sunday night. It was nerve-wracking. Yeah. Yeah, but luckily we got home safe. And again, another testament to Rich in the way that he drives oh. that damn bus. Yeah, thing. I mean, it never seemed sketchy at all with him driving. I'm just saying, like, that... That was a sketchy ride home. And I'll never be able to post these, but um, Rich gave us a gift that was uh, this water bottle that became our fireball water bottle. And it was um, oh. of the shape. It was probably meant for a bachelorette party. Probably. And it was the shape of something very large and very black and yep. very veiny. Well, anyways, whenever anyone would fall asleep on the bus, that that water bottle would make its way on those pers- people's faces. Near their face. Near yeah. their lips, whether it be the top part or the bottom part, the twig or the berries. And I mean, I think there's about six of us. And I say us because I fell asleep on the bus. And yes, there was a giant dong on my face. And I was like looking at all these. I'm just dying because it's like all of them are done differently and creatively. But at one point, that that dong bottle made its way onto the lock and onto the bench because people wanted to do fireball. And, oh, and yeah. the fireball was in that bottle. Well, anyways, the game's over. And as we're walking back to our locker room, we got to cut through everybody to get to our locker room because our locker room was in the far corner. Yeah. Curie's walking back to the locker room with this giant dong water bottle in front of families. <laughs> it's just the funniest thing. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like at first I'm like, why is everyone pointing and laughing? And then I look and I'm like, oh sweet Jesus. Curie's walking around with a giant black dong. Yeah, that was the good and bad of our locker room. If you wanted to go to the beer garden, it was perfect. Perfect. Mm-hmm. But from where you had to get to the rinks and from the from the bus, it was at the complete opposite corner. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we gotta roll things out of here, man. Yeah, man. All right. Well, there's a. That's our recap. There you go. Yep. There yeah. you go. There yeah. you have it. Yeah. You. They figured everything out. Who's that? 
Though I'm saying, like, you got most of the, the gist of the trip. You got the highlights that we remember. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great time, and I look forward to next year. I'm already, the countdown has already begun. I think it's uh, April 20th. Yeah. Year. Saturday is April 20th. Were we joking about booking hotel rooms at the good hotel, like on the ride home? Yes. Yeah. We even tried. We went online. Yeah. But they don't let you. Right, that far in advance. Was it? We were going to do something else as well. I can't remember what, but we were going to book something else as well. Yeah. It seemed important. It did at the time. Yeah. On the bus, I was real fired up about it. Yeah. But yeah, next time we definitely have to get better hotels. Yeah. All right. Let's get out of here. Thank you for listening to the Megacast. Uh, next week, we'll be back. Doing what we do. Yeah, probably just be a normal. Yeah. I'll probably have some WrestleMania stories. Oh, that's right. You're leaving town again. I'm off to New Orleans. Yeah. I don't get sleep anymore, man. (laughs) Like Russell Wilson, no time to sleep. You're mad, man. Well, the separation isn't the preparation. (laughs) All right, let's get 10. One last time. Oh, my God. One. That's the thing. We played three games in two days. Yeah, that right. I mean, that trip takes a toll on me. You guys got to play three damn hockey games. I mean, I love the fact that we get to play because it definitely like gives you a second life. But your body is done by the time the weekend's over. Yeah. You can follow us on Twitter. <laughs> At the Megacast. That's right. <laughs> what else? That, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Mega Family. Yeah, man. Mega hugs.